I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Bye by the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today we have a couple holiday movies to talk about since... It's sort of still-ish, the holidays, not really. Um, But uh, we're going to talk about Spirited, which came out last year on Apple TV Plus with Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds. And we're going to talk about The Naughty Nine, which uh, released on Disney Plus this year. Last year. Sorry. This year. Well, 2023. Um. Yeah, it was, uh, I meant to watch this spirited movie last year, and I just didn't get around to it. And it's because it was filmed in Boston. So I uh, really wanted to watch it. Yes, yes, it was. I thought it was New York. Well, that's what they wanted you to think. But no, oh, it was Boston. That's... And I recognized all the places where they filmed because it's just right downtown. Oh, so is there a place that does like a rooftop, like like uh, uh, ice skating? Uh, no. Oh, not that okay. I know of. Uh, okay. that could have been in Vancouver. So they filmed part of it in oh. Canada and part of it here in Boston. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. But I recognized, you know, a lot of the places where they were. I'll mention them, but um. These, I think these two movies were very fun and very, like, good concepts for movies. I agree. I don't know. I'm sure there's another, like, kid heist movie that that has to do with, like, winter. But I don't know if it's specifically stealing from Santa Claus. Um, but yes, I really enjoyed both of the premises of these movies uh, greatly. Don't know if they'll quite make it into my annual, you know, holiday rotation. Rotation, but yeah. but maybe, but maybe I don't know. Maybe if I'm feeling like I need something to mix it up, maybe I'll throw one of those in. But um, but yeah, I like them both a lot. So Spirited was about the. I didn't know anything about this movie by the by just watching it, like straight up. Didn't even know. I think I maybe saw one trailer, but not even. Um, I don't really remember. So when I turned it on, I had no idea what was going to happen. Realized it was a musical instantly. <laughs> and, um... Yeah, that happens pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> and it was great. Like, uh, good music, fun concept of um, basically the uh, people that are uh, on the other side that have passed on that have the job of doing the ghost of Christmas past, present and future on really uh, scroogey kind of people. And they decide who to, to work on every year, (laughs) which is really silly, but they're all like different languages. Like everybody's just kind of in their own little hub 
where they try to change people for good. Yeah. So I'm assuming is there is there like a like an international branch that does one in each country basically because I mean obviously we only see um Americans the like the um changing someone but yes I I do remember other people that work there that have that speak different language I mean they could just speak different languages but then that made me think and then at the end they were saying they were expanding yeah I think they only did one person a year on earth yeah (laughs) so they had to only one person yeah, which makes me think, is there any other kind of afterlife job situation that can interfere with people on Earth that's not just this Charles Dickens kind of concept? Like, there's yeah. probably other ones, too. But anyway, we're introduced to Will Ferrell. He does a big opening number. Um, and then he's kind of like, maybe I should retire. <laughs> And I mean, he doesn't want to. He he very greatly does not. He is reluctant to retire, even though everyone at the company is like, you should, you should retire. Yeah. And, Um, uh, but he picks somebody who he thinks is a unchangeable or something like that. What is it? Unredeemable. (laughs) Unredeemable. And that's Ryan Reynolds, who is like the owner of a company that is a PR firm. That kind of can twist and turn um, people's uh, stories to get the worst out of them and understand that people are just mean and sharky people and will always be trolls on the internet. Um, So that's his view. The company basically manipulates people into thinking a certain Mm -hmm. way, whether it's negatively or just, it's mostly negative. Yeah. Which, you know, hate between the masses is a a very Mm -hmm. strong emotion um yeah and it gets you to buy stuff and it like gets fear you and do, hate to, to just about anything it can get i mean it's yeah it's a real like allegory obviously like direct directly from what kind of life we have right now where everybody's just kind of really diametrically opposed from each other um and just like using that fear and hatred to you know hate others and act you know, um, xenophobically to others or bigot, bigot, you know, anything. Um, and it's kind of just like fighting that. Yeah, basically. Basically. So great concept because I, I never really thought it could be a fun musical, but like the music was fantastic. So, and I believe these are the same, the same songwriters and the same like choreographers that worked on Greatest Showman. Oh, are they? Okay, that makes a lot of sense because it it felt like that. Like that that's like the best part of Greatest Showman too. Is yeah, is is the songs and the dancing, not really the story, but you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think that like combined with this kind of writing team, this comedy writing team, um, that, you know, made like other Will Ferrell movies and you know, other other comedies, really. Um, you get, like, a pretty decently written, fun family film. Um, and they just kind of go through Ryan Reynolds's like, life as a kid and then, like, his dying sister and his unwillingness to kind of bend to be a better person. 
Um, and while also going with Will Ferrell kind of coming to terms with he should maybe retire as go back on earth. Um, and we find out that he is uh, the very Scrooge in which Charles Dickens is, you know, uh, Christmas Carol is based off of. Plot twist. Because <laughs> was... he's such a nice dude. You're like, how could he be him? <laughs> yeah. And it's, I really like the layers that this story had. I mean, it, uh, I just really like how they really, I don't like, picked apart the Charles Dickens story. Like, as they were working, they're like, they're like, yeah, normally when, when our perp is feeling a certain way, we show him, we show him the bam, the real emotional, like, yeah. scene from their past. And that's supposed to kickstart him into, into starting to to want to be a good person like it's just they really kind of get into the nitty-gritty of it and i was never really a huge um uh what's the what's the oh shit will ferrell no what's charles, the charles dickens, dickens? Car- what's christmas the- carol christmas <laughs> <laughs> don't even don't even know what it's called um although i have heard the muppets christmas carol is really good i've actually been it really is. wanting to to rewatch that yeah, we should um, watch or, that or watch it if I never have. But I'm pretty, pretty sure I have when I was when I was really young. But I was never really into the Christmas Carol just in general as a story because I thought it was boring. But I really like how this was like a fun twist on it. I'm trying to look up if this is the same like songwriters as Greatest Showman because I don't want to be a liar <laughs> and spread misinformation. Right. No, <laughs> let me let me check all cast and crew here. This out. <laughs> I I will see. <laughs> I cannot continue um, until I know that this is correct information. <laughs> sure, sure. Okay. Um, it should say like on the poster, like from the from the whatever of the whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Also, what this movie kind of was, it, it was. It seemed like it had a pretty high budget. Like, I know that they had a lot of, like, CGI oh, and stuff. For but sure. Th- these, like, dance numbers and stuff were pretty, pretty and crazy. did you watch and the like, dance number at the end? Yes, it was great. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. It was amazing. Now, that, that, that like, end credit dancing, which I think they just, they physically cut from the movie. Because this movie is long. Yeah, um, it is. Yeah. This movie is like well over two hours, right? I think it's like two hours and. Oh, it's only two hours and seven minutes. Um, but that's a long movie for a Christmas movie. <laughs> it's long. It's long for a Christmas movie. And so I think they just physically had to cut that dance number. I I, was, I think that's what uh, my coworker was saying because she, she really liked this movie. Um, and so she was like telling me stuff about it. Um, but that was a great a great dance i like the ripple the ripple song um yeah songs are very good what i I was i was gonna say i watched this a couple weeks ago so it's it's hard for me to remember like the specific songs but i remember they were good (laughs) yeah i feel like the songs aren't aren't sticking in my memory as well as greatest showman songs did i really like mm-hmm. re-listening to the greatest showman soundtrack it's so good um mm. there are there are a couple there are a couple really good songs i really like um uh i think it was octavia 
Yeah, Octavia's Octavia Spencer songs, were songs great, and her reprise yes. was so good. Um, and yeah, I like the Ripple song. There are a couple. There are a couple. They're just not quite as memorable as Greatest Showman songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If truly I really... the same songwriter worked on this movie, because I can't find anything. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm going to, like, go to The Greatest Showman instead, because I've been looking through the cast here and, like, the crew, and it's just not... <laughs> it's not really showing up, so I want to, like... I'm going to go to Trusty Google. <laughs> that would be probably better. Um... Yeah, so I again we we could, we could talk about like Will Ferrell's relationship with like Octavia Spencer, which was a definitely like a silly, like it they fell in love so quickly and they were like so sure of each other within a day, which I know you hate, but this is a Christmas movie, so I don't Wait, know how you felt about that, like that they no, were like like the fact that Octavia Spencer and her like and and Will Ferrell like got together so quickly. Um, no, I actually liked I I liked their little. I liked their little love story, their little side love story. I thought it was very cute. Yeah, it was it was sweet. Okay, I looked up one composer of this and it he's not he's not it. Maybe it's another one. Maybe, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. And I Yeah, just they were on the the soundtracks. A liar. <laughs> Oh, he did. Yes, oh, Benji oh. Pasek uh, was also the composer of mm-hmm. this movie. He was a right. part of the part of the music department. Original songs by Benji Benj Pasek. All right, there you go. There you that's go. The one, that's the one connect. That's the one degree we needed. I'm going to check up on this other guy, Justin Paul. Also Justin Paul. So the two of them, but not the third guy. Okay. 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 Happy with that? Which is crazy because the song that was in the end credits felt the most Greatest Showman coded. Well, there you go. I really felt like I was watching a scene from the Greatest Showman. (laughs) Didn't you like how there was like a cute little like at the end of the credits, it was like all of the cast was there, like all the crew. And then they just saw everyone in the crew at the end of the movie. Yes. Yes. Yes, I did. Where like the camera pans and you just see all the the people behind the camera. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So good. I loved it. Yeah, so they filmed down um, on like near uh, financial district over here, um, mm-hmm. and so I recognized the the place Elephant and Castle, which is um, down in financial district. And they also filmed over in like the oldest part of Boston. Really, it's like over by the um, the Union Oyster House and mm. Bell and Hand. Um, and the Green Dragon. And they filmed down there because the streets, you know, I don't remember if you remember this. It's kind of over by Faneuil Hall. And the streets look very, like, small, cobblestone-y, um, kind of a little windy. Um, and that's yeah. where they they filmed. And, and they actually, I believe, I'm 
pretty sure they filmed inside the Green Dragon, um, which okay. is like really cool because it's it's like an old bar and it's got the like you know wooden everywhere and they were in their you know old Victorian garb and oh I, <laughs> for the for the historic scene yes for the scene of like the Scrooge past scenes um okay with the that inside the bar was in the green dragon which is a bar i like to go to yes okay okay so that was pretty yeah. neat and i they actually filmed this during covid so i remember i remember when they were gonna go film it and then people were like oh we should go check it out because they were at, they were down there and there was pictures taken of like the cool snowy sets and everything yeah yeah, yeah. i feel like i remember you telling me about this that like there were pictures of will ferrell in like old-timey garb um going around you know what i was doing while watching this movie was i was eating my my candy that you bought for me (laughs) um, the one that you bought more of or the original no the original bag so that was what i was doing it was a good candy eating movie oh yeah for sure i I ate all my candy. <laughs> I think I yeah. have, I think I have one, ki- one Kit Kat from from India left. I think that's it. <laughs> I think that's all I have left. Um. Oh, and my Tim Tams, my Tim Tams from Australia. Um. That's what I have left. So. Um. The the Ghost of Christmas Past was played by Sunita Mani, and she was really funny. I like that the joke was that she met up with Clint Ryan Reynolds and then she like immediately slept with him like in his past and she was like oops <laughs> I can't I have to stop because <laughs> she yeah, like, like breached oh, the contract awkward. he's kind of obsessed with me and I can't really <laughs> I can't really go back <laughs> and then, it was very funny and then they were together at the end which was very cute um yeah, I mean, I think all the little side relationships were, were, at least the romantic ones were were okay. I really liked the bond that uh, Clint and Present made. Mm-hmm. Like they yeah. just, I really liked Ryan Reynolds' character because it's like he's he is bad. He does bad things, and the consequences of his actions um, need to be shown to him. But he's also like, like the first thing he says when President shows up is like, really? Out of all of the racists and bigots and murderers and and every, you're coming after me. <laughs> yeah, it's because he's not that bad. Like he, he's just he's just a misanthrope, which means he just hates everyone. Right, right, and he's definitely got some trauma. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, yeah. that he's that he's not working through um with you know how sad the death of his sister was and um not offering to take uh be a uh, Ren's guardian mm-hmm. um and you know just kind of being a shit uncle in general um, yeah but they develop a nice rapport that yeah. eventually he jumps in front of a bus to save him. And yeah. then you know that he really is, he's saved. Like, he jumps in front of the bus to save his bro. 
And it's yeah. it's pretty adorable. I always love movies where the two people are becoming best friends or de- or their relationship is like becoming better and they're just like even closer in the end. That's those are my favorite kind of of movies honestly. Like not as much as romance movies, but it's close. It's like it's like romance movies but obviously platonic. It's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's still a relationship. It's a platonic relationship that, that if written well, can, uh, can make you happy. can make you happy to see. And I like that this kind of stepped outside of the box. Like when we first meet Ryan Reynolds and they're trying to, you know, follow their script mm-hmm. and he's like, that's not going to work with me. I'm, I'm smarter than that. And you need to speak to me as if I'm a real person, not that I'm just this this perp character that you've mm-hmm. created me to be who's just who'll just follow these these the routine and then just be fixed it's like there's there's more to this picture than like what you're grasping and and it really kind of showed how much work i guess Ryan Reynolds character needed like cuz he was you know they show him the scene where he takes the company's clients from from the guy who hired him was he related to that guy no it was just it was just some guy that hired him right Um, yeah he basically like started working for his own company after the guy uh he just stole all of his clients which is a pretty dick thing to do but yeah he like did something bad he was gonna get fired and then he was like well actually no i'm leaving and i'm taking your clients with me but then he's like but he's like but see i gave kimberly a job like i gave people jobs because of this Mm -hmm. and it's like but you're you're not seeing you're not seeing the situation the way you're supposed to be seeing (laughs) (laughs) yeah he had some uh some issues for sure yeah and i like that he asked a lot of questions about will ferrell's character too because once we you know the whole scrooge bit is you know supposed to be this huge plot twist and it was i really liked it i i actually saw this in uh at work like it was still the i think it was like the week before Christmas week or something, and we just put it on. So I was like kind of half watching it, but I did see that part where like it was, it was known. It became known that he was Scrooge, and I was like, oh, like oh, it was. Yeah. yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> um, and then we kind of figure out that Will Ferrell has his own fears of going back to Earth because he's like, well, what if I, what if I relapse? <laughs> it's like right. Oh <laughs> Like, this movie really brings up a lot of good stuff. It's, it's a little convoluted, and I think they tried to fit in a little bit too much here and there. But I think yeah. the overall story was very strong, and they and they stayed with it very well. Um, like, maybe if they took out some little extra bits here and there, kind of kind of like cleaned it up. So it, it was a little mm-hmm. messy. But I, yeah. think, I think the baseline story was was very strong. Um, and very good. Yeah, I agree. Um, also funny and uh, like I said, great music. Did you catch the uh, the funny like they had for some reason a costume party for Christmas, which is yes. strange, but they yes. did at Ryan Reynolds' big humongous apartment, and one of the he people had, dressed he had a up Christmas Eve work party, and they're like, yeah. "Isn't that a dick move?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It's wild, but there were so many people there. Um, yeah, well, probably they had, they had to. I think it's like mandatory. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> he's mean. Um, yeah. And 
Did you see one of them was dressed up as Elf, like Buddy as the buddy. Elf? As Buddy. Just as Buddy. <laughs> yeah, I did not notice that the first time I watched the movie, but I did notice it the second time. I was like, oh, he's Buddy, and there's Will Filler right there. Yeah, he was like, what a stupid costume or something to him. Um, yeah. Very silly. But, uh, yeah, um, liked Octavia Spencer, liked the the kid actor, liked his brother actor. Um like the the sister, I feel like I recognize her from other stuff. That's something else. Yeah, that she's she in. looks familiar. She's in Ted Lasso. Oh, she's Ted's ex-wife. Oh, that's who she is. Oh, the one that dates the doctor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm sure that the uh, the trivia has that. Um. <laughs> that. Buddy the Elf is in here somewhere. Um, The cemetery scene, most of the faces on the tombstone are AI-generated faces and a picture of the crew and family who worked on the shot at Mel's FBFX. That's funny. Uh, When he's unable to remember Tiny Tim's name, present present suggests Little Larry, which was actually was one of the names Dickens considered for the character. (laughs) Wow. Wow. That is crazy. Oh my god, Emily, you have to read the third trivia if you have it open. The the payroll one? Yes. Okay. Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds were each paid <laughs> We're each paid twenty million? Is that million? Twenty million, yes. Twenty million dollars for being in this movie. The payroll oh. for the entire film topped out at 75 million dollars oh my god it's probably because they had to sing the fuck that's freaking crazy crazy. i can't even can't even believe that um wow (laughs) oh yeah dame judy dench did make a, a cameo in this very silly oh yeah she did she's uh she's made the there's that uh song was was really funny yeah <laughs> all filmed in boston but they put like a weird cgi background on it to make it seem like it was like far away or something i don't know yeah yeah um fifth musical collaboration between Benj pasca pasek and justin paul as we said the others oh. are la la land greatest Lala showman dear evan hansen and lyle lyle crocodile Oh, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Um, uh, third Christmas film with themed film with Will Ferrell, Elf and Daddy's Home, both Christmas movies. Hmm, that's right. I mm, don't always think of Daddy's Home too <laughs> as a Christmas <laughs> film. I'm pretty sure I've seen that one. I'm pretty sure I've seen both of the daddy's homes. <laughs> don't I know why. Don't know if I've seen either of those. I've probably seen bits and pieces of them. Wasn't wasn't one play? No, that was a different movie. What was playing when when I was over at at your parents' house? Was that was that was that the other guys? Yes. Okay. Yes. Never mind. Yeah. Um. Never mind. Okay. I'm right, gonna... Let's get over to the to the Metascore. Yee. 
Oh, wait, you do that. I'll, I'll do the plot keywords. One second. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. That's right. Here we go. We have got, oh, we've got Christmas based on novella. Oh, based well, I guess on... that's that's based on the Christmas Carol, which is... A Christmas Carol is a novella. I guess it is. It's a short story. I guess so. Okay. Based on the works of Charles Dickens or Charles Dickens' character, Magical Journey. There you go. I do wonder if this was one of the Dickens stories that was in the newspaper. Um, I remember that, I think... I can't remember if Tale of Two Cities was one of those, where it's like... In the newspaper, he would do the next chapter every week mm. or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I bet this was just like a small one. And I bet yeah, it maybe. was in some kind of newspaper. <laughs> or, yeah. you know, periodical. Yeah. Okay, this yeah. movie got a 55 Metascore with 14 good. positive, 7 mixed, and 4 negative reviews. The highest one is a 90 and the lowest one is a 25 we got two 25s there at the bottom wow some people did not like this movie wow okay let's see let's get into the 25s here i could hear Um, you like going down with your little (laughs) little mouse wheel yeah (laughs) sorry hopefully no it's actually a pretty silent mouse uh except for when i aggressively scroll um (laughs) Okay, here we go. So we've got San Francisco Chronicle gave it a 25. Spirit was ne- or spirited was never going to be any good. Spirit but it would have been spirit? slightly better and a change of pace if Reynolds and Farrell had switched roles. Mm, what? You're basing your entire rating on if they would have switched roles. I don't think that I mean, that. I don't think that that works. Ryan Reynolds is like too young to be Scrooge. Yeah, that was dumb. It's like doesn't work with the concept. Okay, thank you for that um, stupid that stupid little quip, Mick. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for your opinion. Not. Okay. Uh, I'm going to read the 60 from Screen Daily. It says, More often than not, the stirring tunes and genuineness of the proceedings help paper over Spirited's rough spots. A couple of twists are well handled, and Will Farrell's performance as a dutiful ghost who suddenly questions his afterlife choices reveals a vulnerability which is disarming. That's nice. Yeah. I thought Will Farrell did a very good job um, singing I'm a as fan. well. I don't know what else. Yeah. Is there anything else that he like really sings in? Um, I know he like he like joke sings sort of in Elf. In Elf, yeah, yeah. Um, that's all I can really recall. But I thought he did a really nice job. Me too. Um, you know, Ryan Reynolds not the best singer, but I but I thought he still did a really great job. <laughs> um, do you want to read one of the high ones? Sure. Try to go all the way to the to the tippy top. Sure. All right, let's see. Uh, We've got 90, like you said. We got this covered. Gave it a 90. Big on spectacular and bigger on life lessons. Spirited manages to surprise, inspire, and entertain in equal measure. Wow. I feel like this could have rhymed somehow. (laughs) But it didn't. 
if you said measure like measure, then it, it would have rhymed. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> it was my okay, fault. let's take I a made it. let's take a break and we'll talk about the naughty night. Hell yeah. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, we are back. Um, Emily, you chose this movie. Why did you choose this movie, The Naughty Nine, to watch? Let's talk about some traumatized kids. Um, so I saw this on, okay, here's, here's the reason. (laughs) I saw a lot of movies coming out this year that had, that had Santa played by a black actor. And I was like, hell yeah, I want to watch as many of these as possible. So, okay. I did watch, um, oh, dang it. I watched, uh. Uh, oh dang it! Which one did I watch? It was the other one on Disney Plus? I think the one it was like with dashing Ludacris? through the snow or something. Yes, I think yes. it was with Ludacris. Yes, um, dashing through the snow. Yes, and that movie was okay. Um, it wasn't my favorite. And then I watched The Naughty Nine, and I was like, "This is actually a very good movie." Um, yeah. and I really, really enjoyed it. So I wanted us to talk about it. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I watched it today, so it's very fresh in my mind. Good. Um, I also really like this movie. I knew from the off the bat that it was going to be a kids movie. It is on. Mm-hmm. It is on Disney Plus, and I knew the concept. Um, which is that a bunch of kids figure out that they're on the naughty list because they didn't get presents for Christmas, and they're like, "Let's go steal them from the North Pole." So yes. It's outlandish and it's silly. Um, yes. But it kind of reminded me of like the Santa Claus movie in its silliness while also oh. being similar to like Max Keeble's big move with like the pranks. Yes. And, yes. and, like, and then and it's like, like a heist day. movie. <laughs> yeah. Snow day. Yeah. <laughs> um, the heist part of it is fun. I mean, who doesn't like a heist movie? So... That is that is good. Yeah, this movie had everything. It had um one one of the kids had has two dads. Love uh-huh. that. Love that. Um what was it? There's a part where the plane is broken and the guys like trying to the pilots trying to like stall for time and 
He's mm-hmm. and the, the the guy comes in and he's like, "All right, the engineer, uh, you know, the the mechanic fixed your plane. You can go now." And he's like, "Ah, oh, what if this guy didn't even do a good job?" And he's like, "How can we trust him?" And he's like, "Well, first of all, my wife's the mechanic, and I trust her." <laughs> yeah. and I was like, "Yes, <laughs> yes, yes." yes. Um, Santa is played by Danny Glover. I love Danny Glover, so that's great. He was the most perfect Santa I've ever seen. I know. So, so like, um, graceful and tired. And just huggable. Huggable. For <laughs> and tired. Sure. Did you say tired? <laughs> yeah, he looked so tired. Like, just He had exhausted. just gotten done with Christmas, Alessandro. He was ready. It's he was, 100% he was relaxing. true, Emily. He was <laughs> relaxing. He was taking a load off. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to have to deal with these naughty kids. God. Yeah, at least snot, a snot-nosed brats. Um, um, it had some pretty good child actors. I have to say, some of them were better than others. But, for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there were some standouts. I gotta say, the um, the main character Andy was great. He really, so really so was good. good. Also, the kid who yeah. played John Anthony also really so good. good. So good. So good. <laughs> um, the girl who played Rose, the, the the animal whisperer, I thought she was also really good. And same with the girl who played Hayun, the uh, the getaway driver. I, yes. She was fantastic. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. all the yeah. other ones, I'm sorry, you were great, but you just your line delivery was not as good. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Camilla Camilla Rodriguez, who played who played Dulce, her mom voice was really good. <laughs> I will yeah. say that. That yeah. was very fun. That was a very She's good a runner-up. Um, yeah. Also, the the kid who played Lewis, the the tech one, um, was so cute. I mean, they all were adorable. He was very cute. He was kind of a bad actor, but he was really cute. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. yeah it's yeah. okay. You know, they're kids. Like, we don't expect them to be A+. Plus. And no. I'm telling you, though, that Andy kid, he really did a good job. <laughs> He was really good. He was good, right? Yes. He was so good. Um, and um, I really liked when they were at the elf party that they kind of brought in uh, Christmas traditions from from mm-hmm. like other cultures. Like they had the um, John Anthony picked up, a, I think it was called Babinka or something. And it's like a, a pastry. Yeah. Um, and I'm not Is it like sure Filipino or something? From where? I, well, yeah. I, I, yes, I do want to say Filipino. Um, and then we that had was awesome. say singing singing that song uh, with the other elves. Um, it was very good. Very good. I really that was a liked great this movie. Great <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was, it was fun. so fun. It was a super fun movie. I mean, honestly, and the whole entire movie is is the kids. There's like hardly any adults in this movie, and the whole thing is just the nine kids. So like. It's like I've not seen a movie like that in a really long time where it's like the only characters are just children, you know? Um, Yeah. And it kind of brought up that 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 conversation of like our morally gray (laughs) characters where like, you know, Andy, Andy's a bad kid. He 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 pulls pranks at school. He he steals things. But like he did it. Like, cause what was it? He he got in trouble at school because he was trying to, or he was, 
Um, he was stealing back. He was trying the... to get the stuff from the lost and found. Yeah. That belonged the, to the, the kids. The confiscated. No, it was like yeah. the confiscated oh, items. That's right. From the the confiscated stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, rebels with the claws oh my god do you see the (laughs) i do i do see oh my god the tag tag tagline that's so fucking funny who who worked on this i need to watch some other jed elanoff and scott thomas who the hell are you guys they worked on Um, scooby-doo look at that oh perfect kids you know kids television always fun um I, I liked that it was very, like, it seemed like it had a pretty good budget. The the costumes were really fun. And that scene with them being in, like, the, the elf party was the best part, I think, because it was just so vibrant and so over the top. Like, the whole North yeah. Pole design was very cute. It was like a yeah. mountain full of houses that were snow covered and lit up. Um, yeah. just look like such a nice place to live, you know? <laughs> yeah. The elf, the elf that was like following them around definitely could have been a bit more pushy and annoying, but I thought mm-hmm. he was really good. I was, I was expecting like you, you bringing up the Santa Claus movies like this really had the same vibe as that. I was, I was waiting to see Bernard. Like I really yeah. was like just to yeah. pop up somewhere. Like either to be this this gate this gate guard elf who gets us swindled by Albert, um. So good, so good. Yeah, it was Kevin um, Kevin the elf. I think that was the guy that was, like, join the conga. <laughs> I, think that I was, gotta I that see was what guy. what other things this this kid Winslow Fegley, or Fedgley, has That's been the most in. adorable name I've ever seen. <laughs> he's been in 11 other things before this which is tr- <gasps> truly crazy um oh he's in he's in the good doctor he's preteen sean oh that's where i recognize him from oh uh-huh he's oh he's in also Lyle in that Lyle night crocodile. and Lyle Lyle crocodile wow that that actually links us together with the last movie because the composers made the music for that it sounds like we need to watch Lyle Lyle Crocodile. Yeah, that looked like a good movie. Yeah, um, looks, looks he was also fun. in this movie called Night Books that I really wanted to watch that had Kristen Ritter in it. Oh, okay. It was It's on Netflix and I like have been meaning to watch it and it kind of gets like a goosebumpsy vibe to me. Um, Ooh, Kristen Ritter, yeah. Ritter's like a witch in it and I was just talking about her recently. I'm like, I gotta watch... There's also a song by Churches that is on the soundtrack for this movie. And it's like oh. a it's a cover song of the song from the Lost Boys. Um, mm-hmm. It's like a creepy song from the Lost Boys. And I'm like, how did they get Churches to do a cover song? I don't, I don't know. I <laughs> Maybe uh, when it gets I down mean, to Halloween, we can talk about it. I feel like I feel like when that's the case, it was either a ton of money was given to them or something about this like struck a chord with someone in churches where they're like we have to do this <laughs> yeah, i don't like, know like some, I, something I... about night books is like the lead singer of churches was like dude guys this is my childhood we got to <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think movies movies aimed at kids it's like i don't get those a lot aimed at me because obviously i'm not a kid so like 
anything on Netflix, I'm sure that it got watched by a lot more younger people yeah, than myself. I had never heard of night books until you until you just told me. So yeah, uh, definitely that is not geared to me. You know, you know, what I see on Netflix, K dramas, yeah, and anime. <laughs> right, that is what that is what's geared towards me on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, that's not and, geared towards me, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying we see we see like depending on your algorithm, you see very different things, and sometimes you completely miss stuff. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It's, it's just it's not so even, late. It's just not even being promoted to you. Like, exactly. Why don't you think I would want to see this? It's because I watch too much K drama on anime. Um, <laughs> it's like, oh, she wouldn't care about this. And I'm like, you don't know that. <laughs> you uh, don't know. I don't want to watch that. <laughs> you don't know. I might surprise you. <laughs> Sometimes um, I surprise myself, like watching the Naughty Nine, which again, yeah, good movie. Everyone, <laughs> there's no metaphor for us to go off of, but like, I actually are, looked it up. Five critics, yeah. Yeah, Does it have a um, thing? but it, there, no. But uh, oh. let's just go through some of the trivia first before we uh, we talk about. Oh that. sure. Um, this is the first Disney Channel original movie to premiere on a Wednesday. So I guess this was a decom, <laughs> the second Christmas themed decom. <gasps> to premiere Disney less than Channel ten years after the movie. I am. I'm literally like, what? It, oh my god, it premiered... So this is the first Disney Channel original movie to premiere in November since Geek Charming. But I don't know what what other movies are DCOMs. Like, I didn't even know they still had Disney Channel. What the... F- what is happening right now? No wonder the budget I mean, was good. I mean, people people still have cable, right? So oh like, there has, god, to be, there has to be Disney Channel still. Here we go. List of looking. All... Are you looking up Disney Channel original movies? There's not even it's so Disney Channel original movie as Disney Channel original movies as Disney original movies. This oh. is counts as a Disney original movie that oh. was on, but I just don't understand what the this is a Disney original movie and it also premieres on disney channel i think that's what's up mm, mm-hmm. okay um there's been two other ones this year one called the prom pact and one called the slumber party um oh my gosh do you Wonder- remember the movie sleepover with yeah. baby Brie Larson and I love that movie. And yes. What's her name? Uh oh, the girl the in girl, um, the girl from Spy Kids. Spy Kids. Also, this movie was like Spy Spy Kids. So much. Um it really was. Alexa Vega. I think I definitely looked at the 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 poster for Prom Pact and was like, I might watch that. And then I never did. But <laughs> you know. I do that a lot. I look at something and I'm like that's that's a that's a that's a decent looking poster. I might watch it is. That. It is a decent looking poster. <laughs> it's a decent looking poster. Honestly, like not a bad could, looking you poster. Could really, you could really get me to watch something if it's got a good poster. It's a romantic comedy, apparently. Oh my god, I have to watch this movie now. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Are we doing our decom era right now? Also, don't even tempt me right now. So I thought that truly, I thought that 
that Disney Channel was done, but I think it's still going. I would love our our podcast to devolve into just us rewatching DCOMs and just talking about every single one. Um, oh my would, god, Emily! I would love us to do that. Would anybody <laughs> listen to us? Would no. any? I mean, honestly, I would. Because we have to watch so many things for the Oscars this year. We could, okay, maybe we could start throwing them in, like, during the off season. Like, not I, the Oscar I season. I think that would be a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> we're having it, it a new... We'll start from the oldest, old... <laughs> yeah, we're going to watch all of them. We're, 1983 we're gonna... Tiger Town. Oh, it's yes. a baseball movie. Yes! <laughs> no, <laughs> gotta watch it we gotta watch all of them we're new we're gonna gonna do a new series yeah it was if we don't have enough series but we're gonna do it well i mean we kind of we stopped uh we stopped uh the The pandemic one yeah 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 yeah, we did we're still technically doing our abcs we sure are um, that's what we're gonna finish it don't don't think that we're not we're gonna oh we're gonna do Um, it yeah we're gonna do we're gonna do it for sure um it's, just, yeah. it's Oscar season right now, which, you know, we should be watching Oscar stuff, not the Naughty Nine. But hey. <laughs> <laughs> I really apologize to everybody hey. out there. Uh, <laughs> but we had a good time watching these movies. So I'm, I'm, that's it for the trivia. This movie got, do you want to, do you want to read the, uh, the different uh, plot keywords for this? I could not think of the words. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay. I was like, where are you going with this? Um, Yes. We've got heist crime, Santa Claus, thief, kids' family, robbery. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. I that's, mean, that's the movie. That's it. Yeah. You, know, you just need it. You just need to like traumatize kids, but you know that's fine. That's fine. Um. um so this movie didn't ha- doesn't have a meta score. It says. It only gets a meta score, meta score after four critic reviews, and it only has one. So uh, we're gonna just really? read it's, this it's critic review. It said five critic reviews on underneath what? the underneath the add to watch list. Yeah, it says twenty six user reviews and five critic reviews. Five critic reviews on IMDb, not on Metacritic. Oh, okay. I mean, okay. I thought it. A All of these a are critic, like a critic review, not related to Metacritic. Which on Metacritic, I looked it up. It has only one critic review from Film Threat, and okay. it's an eighty. So that's just what I'm going to assume that this movie has is an eighty Metascore because that's the only one that's on here. I mean, there's there's nothing to divide by. We can't do the average. Um, this review that I just opened gave it a 4.5 out of 5 stars, which I think is like an 80. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. There you go. I'm going uh, to see what, what this one did. Uh, oh, God. This site looks so janky. Oh, my God. I'm going to get a virus. That's why it's not on Metacritic, because they're not real four, critics. A 4 out of 10. Oh, this person hated it. Um, okay, going back. Movie talk from a mom's perspective. <laughs> This is such a janky. Oh my goodness! This is not a critic review. Um, the mom, the mom graded it a B. Okay, okay, it's I think not that's enough. not quite. I think that's enough. So I'm gonna read this eighty from Film Threat. 
says the naughty nine is a breath of fresh air from the usual holiday fare. Yes, it still has that feel good message that so many Christmas titles have, but it goes about it uniquely. <laughs> all right. That wasn't a very good review, but all right. Um, yeah, I mean, there, there are some, there are some layers to this movie. Like, I really like that. You know, all these kids are, like, self-conscious about something. Like, you know, Ro- yeah. like, people tell Rose that she's weird because she talks to animals. And yeah. um, and John Anthony can't have an original fashion um, idea. But then he does. He learns yeah. that he does have talent. Um, and I can't remember what um, what Lewis's thing was. I think he just wanted to, he just wanted to go to the North Pole. Yeah, studying it. He just wanted to go. Um, Laurel was like, didn't believe that she was good enough for anything, but she's like really good at a lot of things. Um, Yeah. Let's see. Dual say is it has has a lot of brothers and sisters, and so she feels um, alone and left out from her Mm -hmm. own family, Mm -hmm. Um, which is very sad. Very sad. I can't remember what what uh, Hyun's story was. Like, was there a reason a reason she was like. Um, an adrenaline junkie. No, they didn't get, really go into attention? it. <laughs> yeah, nope. I and mean, that makes sense. And I'm glad and, that uh, she, that Laurel ended up going on that trip instead of the other girl who they had gotten for the Bethany. gymnast. Um, yeah. The actress. Oh, God. I'm so sorry to this, this actress, but her line reads were absolutely trash. Like, I... I yeah. I was like, oh my god, are we gonna be is she gonna be in this group? And she she was not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She got a she got booted and thank goodness. I'm sorry, um, Bethany. I'm sorry, actress who played Bethany. Nothing against yeah. you. Just what the the edits that they chose for you, the takes, were not were not good ones. Okay? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. And it seems like that there's gonna be a second movie because at the very end of the <laughs> yeah. movie Santa goes to see Andy and is like, Andy, we got a situation and I need your help. And I was like, what? <laughs> he needs help from the naughty nine. Yeah, he needs help from the naughty nine. They he says the have naughty nine. I know. So, so silly. So, so silly. Good. The guy who flew them up to the North Pole, Bruno, was such a himbo. And it's like... I don't know how they got the, the adult. Every adult in this movie was just like, um, crazy and Terrible. stupid. Yeah, <laughs> they were just like non-existent. so. Yeah, non-existent. They acted like children themselves, you know, in their yeah. own adult world, as yeah. it be. Um, not Definitely. as that. Uh, not as developed and good as um, when when we talk about all of our decom movies. The smart house dad <laughs> oh, God. is pretty great as a dad. So can't wait till we till we get oh, to man. that. Now I'm excited. We're gonna have to have Paul oh, on so as guest. You, you have no idea. Like this is this is <laughs> this is the best. This is the best Christmas present you could give me. Oh, <laughs> having an excuse to watch all the decoms, and they're all like on mm. Disney Plus, I think. So. This uh, is the only time I don't think we could all do. of them are, but I think we'll most find of them some. Are. If um, anything, we'll, we'll to... find them on YouTube or something. Yeah, we'll have to do our best. Because um, I think I was I was so close to starting a decom like TikTok series 
for how much I post on TikTok, which is never. Um, wow. But, <laughs> but still got to do Coraline. Still haven't done Coraline yet. Um, but anyway, but no, um, this is the best thing ever. I'm so excited to start the decoms. <laughs> best. Okay. Is that, um, is that it? Anything yeah. else we want to say about a uh, spirited or the ninety nine? Um, no, I, I'm sorry out, we got to it so films. late, but yeah, check them out. Oh. It's uh, it's fine, it's fine. Um, check them out; they're really good. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and IMDb. We are also on Amazon Music, Spotify, and Acast. If you want to email us, please do that at allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail you can follow our social media. We have Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. Just search Abba the Popcorn or Abba the Popcorn Podcast. And we have merch. So please check that out. But thank you so much for listening. And we'll talk to you in the next one. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.